or what or who inspired you about this whole plant-based world? Back to like 15 years ago, we did the first garden center in China, right. the very first one. We built it up on the rooftop of one shopping mall in Shanghai. In the beginning, it was very hot. For regular consumers who are animal protein-based, mm -hmm. they try the meat, they say, oh, the meat tastes no good. And in terms of pricing, did it get any better? Or are these clean label solutions now even more expensive? No, no. <laughs> actually, actually, the price is going down and down. Okay. Some, some plant-based meat now is very close to the regular meat. Or some yeah. are even, even lower. Really? Okay. Can you share about the trends in China at the moment? This may be in the plant-based sector or general food trends. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I think at least... In the last three years, we have at least over 1,000 different brands already. Yeah. Over 1,000. Welcome back to the Plant-Based Podcast Asia. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Nick and I'm the host, and together we are here to inspire, educate, and connect. That's the slogan of our podcast. Today, we're going to explore the vibrant space of plant-based living in China. I'm very, very honored to have Larry Lee today on the show. He's the founder and CEO of the China Plant-Based Foods Association. He's also the president of the International Garden Center Association, and he's the managing director of Green Friday, the first plant-based vegan chain restaurant in China. I'm very honored to have you here on the show today, Larry Lee. Welcome. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for making time. As I mentioned to you, I just traveled to China, to Shanghai last month. And for me, it was very interesting. Wherever I travel, I want to know and explore the plant-based market and what's what's going on. And then, so we, we got to connect. So again, thank you so much for making time. And so you're the CEO and founder of the China Plant-Based Food Association. So maybe you can you can start by sharing about your journey. What brought you here where you are today? What or what or who inspired you about this whole plant-based world? Thank you, Nick. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I'm the president of the International Garden Center Association, uh, China branch. So back to like 15 years ago, we did the first garden center in China, right. the very first one. We built it up on the rooftop of one shopping mall in Shanghai. So that's the very first in China we tried. Uh, later, we opened another three. So all huge size, you know, it's like a Western style garden centers. Inside the garden centers, we would like to have some uh, restaurants, Uh, coffee shops yeah, but at that time it was too early and not so many restaurants were interested in having their locations in our garden centers so we had to try by ourselves but uh, due to the uh, opening hours of the garden centers in the shopping mall so there are not too much customers really went there for for lunch or for meal for dinner so later we started trying a new model of small size we call mini 
mini city garden center in the city center of Shanghai, nearby the high-level impound uh, compounds. So we that's we started from 2019. We got a uh, 300 square meters. A mini city garden center in the city center of Shanghai. So we name it Green Friday. So initially, we would like to do a city garden center. Inside the garden center, we have the cafeteria. So seventy percent we do horticulture,、uh, we do gardening stuff. Thirty、uh, percent we would like to do、uh, coffee. You know, some simple foods, some Western style. Uh, simple foods, but this model did not work out because the you know all these horticultural you know plants or, or planters or some tools did not make too much turnover and the profit is very low. Therefore, we said this model could not be continuing, so we change it. We change into seventy percent. We do F and B. Thirty、hmm. we do gardening. This way we can we can keep balance. So little by little, you know, Green Friday became.、Uh, A restaurant. <laughs> It's not really a,、uh, a garden center. So that's why you know everybody now they see us as a restaurant. Not really a garden center. So we minimize the、uh, the gardening part. So、mm-hmm. now it's ninety percent is、uh, F and B. So we have we have cafeteria, we have、uh, fine dining, and we have plant based bakery, and we have the plant based、uh, retail section. So it's a、uh, big, not big means、uh, a combination. Of F and B and retail, so、mm-hmm. because in the city garden center we wanted to promote the healthy lifestyle. Yeah,、mm-hmm. no green. I think green means、uh, I mean plants or some healthy living、uh, environments surroundings. Friday that's the last working day of the week, so everybody they say oh Friday tomorrow is weekend, so they feel happy, they feel joyful. So that's、right. the meaning of the green Friday. Right. So because we want to do, do the healthy lifestyle shop, so the food must be also healthy. So that's we we choose to do vegan. At that time, plant based food in China was just started. So because we started the、uh, Green Friday from December 2019, wow, and、uh, 2020 that's、uh, Genesis. I mean the very、uh, first day of the plant based food in China. So we are. At very early stage of the plant-based food growing in China, so we have the lots of suppliers, which in the beginning were from overseas. It's like、uh, just egg, you know, the plant-based egg, right?、Uh, the beyond meat from America, and also we have the oatly milk. We are very first customer of them, so、wow. that's why from there we see the future of the the food industry change. So the plant-based is the future.、Mm-hmm. So and by end of 2020. So I set up the China Plant Based Food Association, as we we unite、uh, most of the plant based food、uh, players or suppliers.、Uh, we kind of work together. You know, we do some、uh, local tasting, local events,、uh, promotions, or some roadshows and exhibitions. I would like to quickly interrupt here. I mean, first of all, thanks again. It's amazing to talk to one of the pioneers in the plant based.、Uh, Food sector in、uh, of of China,、um, but and also how you pivot that garden center to become a restaurant Green Friday, but you mentioned something you said so the food in that restaurant because it's it's green it also need to be healthy, and here I would like to, you know, ask you so then why did you choose plant based? I mean of course I fully agree plant based is. Probably the healthiest diet we can choose, and at the same time, the world, the the word healthy food, everyone understands differently. So, why did you choose 
to to make it fully plant-based to make it vegan and and because again 2019 that knowledge or that um that trend wasn't really around in china i guess right so so how come you were one of those first or those early adopters and pioneers to to choose it and you know say okay that's that's what we're going to do uh, that's a very good question you know first when we say garden center everybody thinks about plants mm -hmm. so if we have a cafeteria or restaurant in the garden center so i think Logically, it is better to have something related with plant. So if you eat very heavy, you know, beef or, or fish or Chinese hot pot, it does not fit there because mm -hmm. China is kind of Western style retail site. And also our furnishing in the rest in the Green, Green Friday is also kind of colonial taste. So mm -hmm. customer came there, they think, oh, we are abroad, not in China. So they feel very, very relaxed. Mm -hmm. And talking about the, the, the healthy, because when we start the restaurant, I never had a restaurant before. So I thought, no, no idea, no idea. So I hired a French chef to help me to, to do the, the menu. I said, you know, uh, we need some something really upfront and really fashion, really, you know, nice looking and good taste. And we started from 2019, December. Mm -hmm. In one month, we were caught by COVID. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's right. very, very bad timing. Our Chinese New Year was in February. So we currently, we did not open in the New Year time. So after New Year, the street was empty. It's no customer, no any single one in the street. It's very scary. Mm -hmm. So we waited to about March. So a few customers, but not, not enough to survive. So I think why not we take this time to do the menu. So we worked out with the, the chef, the French chef. Because he is from a Western style restaurant. So he makes everything, you know, Western look, a French mm -hmm. look. So he needs some food which can match our style. So he knows the plant-based food from, you know, a previous job. Because in the beginning, the just egg or the beyond meat, they were very expensive. So mm -hmm. regular consumers or regular restaurants, they cannot afford. So right. he introduced us this kind of food. So he used it in the recipe. Yeah, that's why... We started touching, start knowing this kind of uh, plant-based food, yeah. And this uh, second and the third is that as I used to be Christian, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was converted into a Buddhist. I yeah. see. Okay. Around around October 2019. I mean, two months before the restaurant opened. So I'm a Buddhist. So first thing I need to keep is. No kidding, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so I cannot have some some meat or fish in my restaurant. So that's mm -hmm. also yeah, a kind of internal voice telling me, Larry, you need change to vegan. The restaurant must be plant-based. Wow. And then we had the the COVID. Okay, it's, you know, it's time you know we change into vegan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. Uh, from there, I kind of studied lots of uh, books, uh, uh, movies, videos, uh, talking about, the, you know, uh, no matter from the hair side or from the environmental production side or from the animal benefit or animal well-being. Yeah, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's a must now you, you change into vegan or plant-based. Yeah. So after I, I change into Buddhist, I, I choose vegan food. 
I stop everything, uh, dairy or uh, meat. So I feel much better in health condition now. Personally, I'm a, I'm a good testimonial wow. for, for the... Right. That's, that's always the, the best. Uh, benefits with consumers or with friends or with family folks. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm wow. not sure if your questions. <laughs> no, that, that totally answers uh, my question. And as often in life, it's not just one thing that leads to the next, but there are many different kind of, you know, roads coming together and then, yeah. uh, you know, things, things happen. So um, before you started talking about the, the association, the China Plant-Based Foods Association, that you're the the CEO and founder. So you one year later in 2020, you you founded that. Now share more about the the purpose of this association and the the work that you're that you're doing with this association in China. Why I set up this uh, plant based food association? Uh, because you know when we work together with the, the suppliers, I kindly found they were not doing cannot say correctly, doing very well in China, you know, in bringing their, their brands or their products into Chinese market. You know, some of them just put their products into the supermarkets, weekly care accounts, you know, but it did not work out because their prices were so high, like the, the plant-based oat milk. They were something like 40, 42 RMB per liter. Next to it, it's local Chinese fresh dairy. That's only 18 RMB per liter. I There's see. no reason. It does not make sense for, for regular consumers to buy it. No matter mm. how you say this is healthy, this is uh, a good environment, you know. <laughs> but this brings very little sales to them. So they were a little bit discouraged. And some plant-based plant meat suppliers, first they come to China, they try to work together with uh, fast food restaurants like KFC or McDonald's, they promote their brands, their products there. Uh, so young people, they went there to taste, to try. The taste was okay, not very good. The price also was very attractive because they were on promotion, on sales. But where to buy it? Mm -hmm. The consumers has no channel to buy it. So maybe from some internet uh, small shops, they, they found you know, plant-based meat. But the prices was crazily high. They, they cannot afford like mm -hmm. a, a regular patty, like uh, maybe 180 grams is something like uh, 25, 26 RMB. Mm -hmm. So it's too expensive for them. And because also in China, we have so many different style of foods or cuisines or delicious uh, foods. So for me, if the food cannot reach regular consumers and the consumers that not taste good, they don't like to buy. So I said, you know, plant-based food as a new category. So we must have the, the bridge, I mean, to bridge up between the food and also the consumers. Right. At this critical moment, the restaurants are the most important platform of bridge for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because in the restaurants, we can apply the food into dishes and the consumers can come over to, to try so if they like the, the taste, like also the price, yeah, they can shop. So this mm -hmm. way we can help the, the plant-based food suppliers, you know, do their you know, marketing, their sales. Yeah. I think this is a very good way, at least for 
next five or ten years, so we can yeah, help all these uh, suppliers and also uh, some channels, uh, markets, and also reg regular consumers. I see. What What would you say are the um, like the some worth mentioning things that happened in the plant based market in China in the last three years since you founded the association? It this may be uh, personally for you for Green Friday and your association, or in general, like any any yeah anything that you've observed that you say like wow this is a small milestone that we um, maybe there's a bigger awareness or something similar. Yes, there is really one. You know, plant based food category, especially the the plant based meat. As something new to Chinese consumers. In the beginning, it was very hot. Yeah, no matter from the you know <clears throat> the capital market or from the the brand sites and also the social media, yeah, and the consumers were a little bit enthusiastic about the plant-based meat. But after about a year and a half, it started getting cooled down because for regular consumers who are animal protein-based, mm -hmm. they try the meat. They say, "Oh, the meat tastes no good," and prices too high. I don't want to buy it. Yeah, I don't like it. And for the vegan society, people already are plant-based. So they dislike it because they think there are too much in chemical ingredients inside or spices, which makes the plant-based meat not healthy. Mm -hmm. So they stay away from it. That means nobody likes to have plant-based meat. It's a huge challenge. <laughs> yeah, challenge, huge challenge. So I said to the uh, to the peers in the plant-based industry, especially for the meat suppliers, I said, you guys must make the meat healthy first. So mm -hmm. if it is not healthy, so nobody wants to have it, especially after the COVID. Everybody pays much more attention to the, you know, to the food they eat every day. You must reduce all these unnecessary ingredients or chemicals or some additives or preservatives so as much less as possible. And did they listen? Did yeah, some they, of them listen? Yeah, they did listen. They listen, and most of the suppliers they work hard to change this direction. And at the same time, we have a member, supply member, who is specialized in the plant-based plant-based additives ingredients. I see. So I let them connect all these suppliers, use his product, use his ingredients. So which is very healthy yeah mm -hmm. so little by little we see the plant-based meat become cleaner and cleaner and of last year one of suppliers uh made the very first clean label plant-based meat in asia okay. yeah so i think that's that's a big big uh success you know a small mm -hmm. step but very big uh, milestone right and in terms of pricing did it get any better or are these clean label solutions now even more expensive? No, no. <laughs> actually, actually, the price is going down and down. Okay. Some, some plant-based meat now is mm, very close to the regular meat. Or some wow. are even, even lower. Even wow. lower. Really? Okay. Okay. So then I think this is where it becomes really interesting to the general consumer once we really can be at the same price level and mm -hmm. at the same taste level, but it's actually healthier or um, maybe even tastier. Okay, that's that's amazing. So can you share about the trends 
in China at the moment. This may be in the plant-based sector or general food trends um, that you're observing at the moment. I would love to hear about that. In general, I think uh, the direction is going to uh, healthier and healthier for all kinds of food. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for plant-based section, uh, we have more and more plant-based uh, milks. Yeah. You know, actually, China is the largest consuming country of plant-based milk already for southern wow. of Europe. Because we drink plant-based soy milk, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You know, this is always, yeah. I think this is always the, the, the uh, well, a fun fact almost, right? Because you have this culture here in Asia, we have uh -huh. this culture thousands of years, soy plant-based milk. And um, now it's like, uh, wow, um, yeah. this, this is this big market, but actually it's been here for so long already. Yeah, so, yeah, yes. So, so it's it's been consumed still a lot uh, soy milk, right? Because even in the hotel that I stayed in Shanghai, in the breakfast uh, buffet, they had they didn't even had dairy milk, if I remember correctly, but they had freshly made soy milk each morning. Is this still yeah. the standard, or would you say dairy or cow's milk is the standard? I think for most of the regular homes in China, soy milk. It's more standard, wow. but for the the restaurants or for the the high end uh, hotels in the cities, yeah, maybe they they have dairy milk or cow milk, yeah. So, mm -hmm. But I I wanted to say that the plant based milk is very common, regular in China. So um, maybe the oat milk is something new, yeah. right? But right. but this really uh, stimulates the whole uh, industry of the plant based milk. So now we have all kinds of plant-based milks in china mm -hmm. maybe at, I think at least in the last three years we have at least over 1000 different brands already yeah. over 1000 yeah, at least wow at least, at least. so these yeah. are local brands and imported brands uh, altogether. Most, most of them are local brands uh -huh. local brands. yeah even the regular uh, dairy milk suppliers they make the plant-based milk you know? i see i see yeah. right okay so that's the plant-based milk, but for the plant-based meat, in the last three years, we say 2020, we have a very uh, good year. So lots of new startups, lots of investors. So the whole market is very, you know, was very booming at that time. Came to 2021, uh, the first half of the year was okay. So the high, second half of the year was kind of slowing down. So 2022, uh, that's really, really bad because, you know, uh, lots of cities were locked down in China and the, the whole economy was kind of, you know, uh, stuck and stopped, started uh, jumping. Mm -hmm. So, and we kind of, we say winter is coming. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of, lots of startup companies, uh, they run off their capital. Yeah, they got no investment money came in. So they are having a very difficult time now. Very difficult. Maybe some some already, you know, disappeared or stopped. Mm -hmm. Or they, when, uh, they, you know, they leave China because some, some foreign brands, they came a few years ago and they did not find a very prospective future here. Or mm -hmm. they want very short uh, success. So they have no patience. So they mm -hmm. just, but the international brands or some of the big players of the food section worldwide, in big players, they are 
working hard. They are doing good because that they keep doing researching and uh, new product development. So I think uh, once the market is getting better, so they will be the you know the winners. Mm-hmm. So talking a little bit about post pandemic and the economy now in China, it still hasn't really gone back to where it was before, right? Or is it now slowly kind of coming back to where it was? End of last year, about same time, you know, this time last year, everybody everybody was hoping. Yeah, we we were hoping we would return to you know at least some level before previous. I mean pre uh, pandemic, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no, no. I think if you ask regular uh, Chinese people in the streets, I think ninety five percent they feel a little bit you know stressed. Uh, economy was not really you know uh, going back to where it was, mm-hmm. and I think we were still you know sliding down. Now mm-hmm. this part I was a little bit you know uh, pessimistic. <laughs> it might take a few years. Yeah, yeah, I, I I got it. So, what would you say is the biggest challenge for the plant based industry in China at the moment? Is it the economy or is it the the consumer behaviors, the the adaptation to it, or where do you see the biggest challenge? Yeah, what you said, uh, both was uh, you know the, well, that you know there's something you know hold back of the plant-based food industry. You know, uh, the economy was a little bit down and consumers had no money to spend. So mm-hmm. they would rather stay with the regular food, mm-hmm. which is, for them, is lower price. Yeah. And also, the, yeah, the market has become soft and the the brands, the, the players, uh, has no confidence in putting into more money, you know, uh, developing more, you know, uh, products and also mm-hmm. the government side the government has also no money so they did not have incentive policies or some provincial policies to help grow the industry they, they do not have that at the moment right you're saying no mm-hmm. no do, do you do you believe this something that may be coming in the near future i think there is um south korea now that just uh on the government level they have kind of I don't know the details about the policies, but basically they have some incentives to push a more plant-based agenda. And I believe there is another Scandinavian country that adopted that. Do you see China doing something like that in the near future to help the environment to, uh, for sustainability goals, and etc.? I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of when. <laughs> Just a matter of when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe from the central government, uh, they have this kind of decision or policies, but came down to the local governments, they have no no financial support to to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I see. Now for next year, two thousand twenty four is around the corner. Uh, in which plant based category do you see the most potential in China? Which category? So it could be, um, yeah, meat or eggs or milk or also like for restaurant. Where where do you see the most potential? Plant based milk market is already very competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have way too many brands to you know to compete each other. I think the the growth uh, will be from the plant based meat section. Yeah, 
I think mm -hmm. uh, the existing brands, uh, they will little by little, they will get the share of the market because someone already, you know, lots of brands already after the after the the market mm -hmm. and the more and more a plant based restaurant now. I keep I keep opening China so because I'm also in the uh, I find a big business so I have lots of I also travel a lot so I see even in Shanghai after the COVID we have many many new restaurants uh, vegan or, or plant based restaurants I think mm -hmm. this is a big trend big trend mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well that's uh, still leave us with some hope um, that the industry keeps growing and people keep more adapting to it do you also see that plant-based has become a trend amongst the young generations like it has been in other countries that it's kind of cool or trendy or in to eat plant-based is this something that's happening in china as well yes i do see there's a trend here you know uh, especially in the in the first tier cities like beijing shanghai guangzhou shenzhen these uh, first tier cities uh more and more young people they, they like to try the you know the plant-based or the vegan food i see okay now one of my usually one of my last questions for this podcast is i would like to hear the vision and your vision so that could be for you personally or it could be for your company or association like looking ahead five ten twenty years what is the future that you envision and you hopefully will be living in you know i i have very strong confidence and faith in the plant-based future i think this is a very very good direction yeah no any other in the food can be you know as good as uh, plant-based no matter for for our health or for the you know for the earth or for the you know animal well-being i think this is a the wisest decision to choose plant-based so and for for the association we want to help all the suppliers and also the channels consumers to have the best best price and the healthiest plant-based foods yeah. and also china of course china will be the largest consuming country of plant-based food mm -hmm. and also i would like to make it happen china will be the largest plant-based food export country so we can we can have more foods export to foreign countries so that people in all of the world yeah can have very much better plant-based food so this wow. is my, my vision my dream yeah wow i see amazing big vision i love it Larry Lee, thank you so much for your time and sharing all your insights. And um, it was a pleasure to have you here on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick, for having me here. Yeah, gave me the chance to share my, you know, little bit knowledge about the, you know, plummet foods, especially in China side. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now to all the listeners out here, if you enjoyed this episode, then please help to subscribe. Um, it really helps to grow our channel. And um, please like it, share it with your friends, and as always, help to inspire, help to educate, and help to connect with others. Thank you so much, and see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.